Hello and welcome to Harry's Strictly Podcast. I'm your host, Harry Surplus, and I'm here on my brand new podcast to give you my opinions and most importantly, my scores on this year's dances. So sit back, relax, grab your sparkles, and let's get on with the show. Oh my gosh, I am so impressed with tonight's show. Wasn't it just incredible? The dances com- from this week compared to last week were just so much better. I absolutely loved the show this week. I thought it was amazing. Welcome back to another episode of Harry Strictly Podcast. It's a pleasure to have you listening. Grab yourself a cup of tea, grab yourself your favourite biscuit, whatever you like, sit back and listen to this podcast. If you're new here, my name is Harry Surplus. I'm actually a math student at the University of Manchester, but I love to dance. I have done a little bit of dancing before. I have been a big Strictly fan for years and with that being the case I thought this year watching Strictly I would get my judging hat on so what we're doing this year is we are judging all the dances and we are sharing my opinions and my scores on this podcast last week I absolutely loved doing this podcast I really did I loved just talking about dancing I love sharing my opinions and my scores and I just loved pretending I was a judge to be honest so we're going to do the exact same thing this week and go through all the dances let me know your thoughts of all the dances. I thought overall the standard was just so high for week two. There was quite a few couples in the middle and then there was one or two sort of at the bottom in terms of scoring for me that I think could possibly be in the bottom two. But you know saying that they all tried their best and that is all they can do. What I didn't tell you last week was a few little kind of rules that I'm following to do this podcast. So what I do is as the couple dances I watch it, I take notes, if I can. I try not to look down while I take my notes because I don't want to miss anything that the couple does. Once they have finished dancing, I know actually that the judges in real life get like five, ten seconds to put in their score. So what I try and do is I try and come up with a score really, really quickly. And what I do is I don't change my score depending on what the judges give. I put a score down and, and that is the score that I stick with. I'm not copying any of the judges. I'm not going off what they say. I love to form my own opinion on the dances and I think that's great. So those are kind of the rules that I follow that I didn't tell you last week, but I come up with all my scores before the judges give them. I come up with my comments, and then if I agree with a judge, I'll write that down so I can mention it in the podcast. All right, let's get judging. The first couple to take to the floor in week two was Reese and Nancy, and they danced the cha-cha. The opening to this dance was brilliant. I honestly was so impressed. The lighting was great. The production of the dance was really, really good. And I agree with Shirley. It was almost like we were in a theatre and we were all fixated on Reese and what he was going to do next. In terms of the cha-cha, the cha-cha is supposed to be sharp, but I agree with Anton. Anton said he would have liked to have seen it a little bit more fluid, maybe in the hip action. It should kind of have a little bit of a figure eight rotation. I don't know whether Reese overdanced this dance. The cha-cha should be sharp, but it should be quite controlled, and there should be some real 
precision in your leg action and precision in the steps that you're doing. I thought it was a little bit wide, a little bit out, and if it was just sort of tamed down a little bit and controlled a lot better, I think he would have got a few higher scores from the judges. I would have liked actually to have seen him use a little bit more of the floor. I love in the chat when the couples go around the floor, they do lots of lock steps, they do some great walks in the chat and I didn't see much of that. It was quite central to the floor. So I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of that and a little bit more hip action in the actual uh, lock steps and the cha-cha basic uh, steps really. But you know what? Reese has such great rhythm. He gave it everything and that is what's so important. Sometimes you can give it a little bit too much and you just need to tone it down a little bit but I would rather him come out and do a really energetic dance and maybe not get the technique perfectly correct than him to come out and do it a little bit lame so I thought it was a great opening to the show Reese really if he works hard on the technique and the style of the dance and how it should be danced I think he will fly through this competition the scores are in seven second couple to take to the floor was Nina and Neil and they danced a tango. Now I was a little bit disappointed here. I really like the tango when it is done well and I just don't feel like Nina executed the tango as well as it could have been. I feel like she was being dragged around the floor a little bit by Neil and quite slow at the start of the dance as well. I totally agree with Anton. Her frame really needs to be improved and her neck, if she could just stretch everything out, lower the shoulders and just lean to the left a little bit. You know, it was quite closed off. I would have liked to have seen her extending everything a little bit more to create a better uh, frame. I agree with Craig. I think Craig said that there was no v-shaping in the dance and in the tango it's all about v-shaping it was quite straight on at Neil so I would have liked to have seen more of that uh, I wrote down that she was out of time on the kicks there was quite a little bit of Argentine tango going on and I think Craig mentioned that you just got to be quite sharp on the kicks and not make them look sort of structured they should just get out of, come out of nowhere and it should happen all at the knees she did lose balance during the dance uh, but overall I thought it was a bit messy and slow so I don't think this was Nina's dance you never know the public might save her. I'm not sure. Um, I think she could have done the tango a little bit better. That's all I can say. The scores are in. It's a three. Next up, we had a quick step from Adam, PT and Katia. I loved this. I really did. I loved the story. I loved the song. I think the song was just great. And I loved the opening of the dance. It really created a great setting for the dance. And we kind of understood the story even more. He was like a little nerd sort of following Katia around. I loved the glasses. I loved how he looked. I would say throughout the dance, there was a little bit of gapping. And in the quick step, you should be quite close to your partner and move along the floor as one. He had some great pendulum action. And that's really quite hard to do in the quick step. And he, he really kind of kind of that. In terms of his frame, his elbow did drop slightly. If you look at his right elbow throughout the dance, that was just drooping slightly. And in any ballroom dance, you want a perfect straight frame. Arms up, not too high, shoulders down and keep that neck extended. I didn't like some parts of the dance. I didn't like when he did the clicks with Katia. I thought that was a little bit out of sync with the dance. It didn't quite fit. But overall, for a first quick step, I thought he did really, really well. The scores are in. Six. 
Oh dear, I was a little bit shocked at this jive danced by Katie and Gorka. Gorka was incredible. Gorka is always incredible at the jive. Katie, however, was not great. I don't think the jive was her dance, and to be honest, I kind of anticipated that. Looking at her maybe, understanding what she did last week, I just knew the jive was not going to be her dance whatsoever. She did look the part in terms of the costume and, you know, the production of the dance. It looked well, but she went on the wrong foot quite early on in the dance. Uh, it was just too heavy. There was no retraction whatsoever in the kicks and flicks, and that was all because her weight was not in the right position. Her weight was too far back. If you had your weight forward, and I think I said this in other jives that people have done if you put your weight forward it will make the kicks look light if you kick your foot your toes should be pointed and it should all look light however saying that the kicks did improve throughout there was a little bit more rhythm in the drunken sailors as she went on but overall it was just really too heavy and not even just in the kicks part it looked heavy in the other parts as well in the drunken sailors they were a little bit stompy she was quite flat footed if you just get up on the balls of your feet it gives you that bounce in the jive that you need. The kicks were out of time at the start and there was just sort of no retraction in them really. The scores are in. Three. Greg and Karen danced a disco. I was a little bit worried about couples choice coming up in week two and I'll be totally honest with you, I still am a little bit worried. I don't know whether it was a little bit too early for couples choice. I liked the samba parts. I noticed he did a little stationary samba walk, which I quite enjoyed. I thought that was nice to put the samba in. I didn't like the, the start of the dance. It, it took a, quite a while to get into the disco uh, and it looked a little bit heavy in places. I thought disco should be quite light and a bit bouncy and you should really use your body to the best advantage and every part of your body should move. However, there were some great lifts in there. You, to hold your core as a non-professional, to hold your core and be able to lift like that and stay on time is something that Greg should be really, really proud of. If you actually look at the dance, I don't think he danced that much. Of course, it's disco, so it's quite in the arms. There's a lot of armography, but I would have liked to have seen a little bit more over the floor. Maybe that was just because it was a disco routine. I just thought it was a little bit stationary in places but of course I do have to say it was a great tribute to his sister he really went out there and did a proud and that is all he could do I think he should be quite proud of himself the scores are in it's a four well what can we say about John's cha-cha-cha <laughs> he just owned it. The cha-cha-cha was completely John's dance. It was so bubbly, so full of personality. He really just went for it. Now, I actually thought Craig was going to mention this. As soon as he started dancing and he was doing some of the cha-cha moves, I thought, hmm, he's on two bent legs. And in the cha-cha, you should always have a straight and a bent leg, and it gives you that nice leg action. Nobody brought that up. Maybe I was seeing things. He was in sync with Johannes for the whole of the dance. They danced like a mirror image. And I actually read on Twitter, James Jordan said he didn't know whether that was a bit too much and whether they should have gone into hold. And I think Shirley mentioned that as well. You know, 
connect with each other because if we maybe watch it back it might have looked a little bit like they were not dancing together but I quite liked it it gave a different element to the cha-cha there was great non-cha-cha parts you know the bits that weren't cha-cha steps and was a great expression of the dance I think John really expressed himself and just did them perfectly and was great execution I would have liked a straighter leg in the New Yorker the New Yorker is where you go into check position and your arm goes out to the side and you uh, you know you're with your partner side by side I would have liked to have seen a straighter leg in the New Yorker and that just comes with practice one should be bent and your outer leg should be straight and you should turn your feet out just a little bit in the New Yorker but it was so rhythmical I loved the production I loved what he was wearing it was colorful uh, and the lock steps were quite sharp as well and they were nice and compact so I loved that out of all the couples that danced before him John was by far the best the scores are in Eight. Now, I'm always a little bit unsure when it comes to Foxtrot because I've actually never danced a Foxtrot before. AJ danced a Foxtrot. She looked, can we just say, incredible. I didn't recognise her. At the start of the show when she came out with that wig on, I didn't know who it was. I, I thought, oh my gosh, who's that? It's AJ. She looked amazing. I would have liked to have seen in this Foxtrot more sway in the Foxtrot. I do have to say, though, her frame was beautiful and she sustained that through the whole of the dance, which is so hard to do. You really have to put a lot of effort into getting that frame perfect and keeping it throughout the one minute, 50 seconds, whatever it is. The heel turns or whatever Shirley called them, the spins is what I've wrote, were incredible. She didn't lose her balance. She kept on time with those spins and she kept with Kai and they spun as one, which is great. There was a beautiful connection between them throughout the whole dance. I do have to say the smoothness of the Foxtrot, I thought just in places was slightly lost in places when she got into hold. I don't know whether that was just me, but overall, I thought it was beautiful. She acted it well. The production was great. And I think, to be honest, that's one of the key things. If the production of your dance is great and the song is great, which it was, I think it really, really helps. I thought it was really good. The scores are in. Seven. If we want to go to a party, we know where to go. We're all heading to Judy Love's house. Her samba. I, oh my God. I was screaming at the telly. I was laughing. I forgot to write anything down. I was so engrossed in the dance. I thought it was hilarious. It was just such good entertainment. Who brought the entertainment on week two? It was Judy. I think possibly was one of the most iconic dances on Strictly. When she started twerking, I just lost it. I could not stop laughing. In terms of entertainment, the dance was great. If you're thinking and looking at the samba, it was really bad. <laughs> it, it was. There was, there was no uh, hip action whatsoever. There was no bounce. Uh, there was no hip movements. Uh, her legs and her steps could have just been executed a little bit better. Judy came out and performed it and gave it one. 100%. Did she own it and perform it? Absolutely. And that is what is so important about Strictly. If she came out and played it safe and tried to get the technique correct, I think it would have been a boring dance. But because she made it about her, she performed it, it was such, just full of personality and iconic. There was nothing else that she could have done. 110% effort. She just smashed it. She did. And I think Judy was is the only celebrity that would get away with doing a dance like that and getting a seven. <laughs> 
I don't think anybody would get a seven if they danced like that. I loved it. It really was a big surprise. And in terms of entertainment, one of the best dances of the night, she killed it. But of course, we do have to judge the samba, and the samba really was not great. So my score does reflect the samba. The scores are in. Five. Well, didn't Robert bring a different side to him this week? Last week, Robert danced a cha-cha, and I thought it was a little bit wild. I thought he could have done with better leg action and a bit more hip. This week, he brought something completely different, and he brought a tango. I actually thought it was quite an um, Argentine tango. It really resembled quite an Argentine tango. Maybe that was just the music, but I liked that interpretation. He kept on time throughout the whole of the dance, I thought he controlled himself really well, and the judges, which I agree with, said he partnered Diane really well. They danced together as one, and they really understood the music, and he danced to it. Of course, I have some notes. I thought his posture was hunched over. I would just have liked to have seen him bring his head and neck a little bit back, and lengthen uh, and drop his shoulders a little bit, not drop his elbows like he did. Diane kept saying to him, elbow, 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 and I think he did just droop his elbows throughout the dance, it's so hard to sustain your frame throughout a dance and keep your elbows up, so he just needs to work on that. I think on the spin, or is it a heel uh, spin? I'm not sure. That spin was a little bit stiff to me. If he could just smooth that out a little bit, but then keep all the other elements of the tango quite sharp. And I would like to see him get into the floor a little bit. The tango, you have to dance on bent legs, and I just felt like they were a little bit stiff. Just dance through the knees, that would be great. But you know what? He really did dance his best, and he put everything into that tango. It was a real surprise from last week to this week he's improved massively the scores are in six Rose and Giovanni danced a salsa. And let me tell you, I'm still so proud of Rose. I think it was the first salsa of this year and she did well. There were some great parts of the dance. I think whatever Rose dances, it's always gonna be very moving and very iconic because you know of, of what she is doing. You've got to remember, she can't hear the music. She's relying on Giovanni. She's relying on the vibrations, so, you know, in the floor and the, the atmosphere around of the other people. I just think it is such a brave thing to do. There were some great body rolls at the start. She had great hips. I would like to have seen the hips be sustained in the salsa moves. Just in the basic salsa, I would like to see a little bit more figure eight sort of Cuban motion. And I do think she should take smaller steps when she does the salsa basic and other steps as well. If you take two bigger steps, they become heavy and they look a little bit jumpy as if you're sort of jumping to the next step. If Rose was to keep them completely packed underneath her, she would maybe look a little bit more fluid. But let me tell you about those lifts. They were amazingly timed. So, so good. It's quite a lot on Giovanni to get those lifts right. He's got to hold his core. But Rose has to get up there and she has got to have the strength to do that. And the bravery as well. She really did some great lifts and they were timed perfectly. I agree with one of the judges. I can't remember who said it. I think it might have been Craig actually or Shirley. I can't remember. But one of them said the transition out of the lift 
could have just been a little bit smoother. When you do a lift, it has to be executed so well and it has to come out of nowhere and then you pop back into whatever dance you're doing. And I just thought the exit out of the lift could have been smoother. I would like to see Rose work on isolation. I want to see the different parts of her body connect together, but move at different times. I want to see her hips working. I want to see her legs working and then her upper half be quite isolated as well. But there was some great mirroring throughout the dance as well. She really danced with Giovanni amazingly. And at the end, when she was talking to Claudia, wasn't it just so lovely to see her friends signing to her? And you know, you went from seeing such a great dance and you kind of went into Rose's world a little bit. It all went quiet and you could just appreciate, you know, what a great dance Rose had just danced. So again, I was really, really proud of Rose. The scores are in. Six. What a beautiful foxtrot Sarah did. I was so proud of her. The improvement that she has gone on, the, the journey already, the J word, we've said it, the J word is out there. To go from the cha-cha last week to a foxtrot this week that was so, so much better, a massive improvement is something that Sarah should be really, really proud of. It was a beautiful set. I loved all the, the, the paper creations. I thought that added to the dance really, really well. It was so delicate she listened to the music and really understood the uh, the beats and the music which was great. I would like to see her just extend everything a little bit. When she went into hold with uh, Aliash, I don't know what the move is called, but she lowered herself into Aliash and extended her leg out. Everything should be so smooth in the foxtrot and every extension should just completely be filled. You should never not finish a line. But Motsi said it was the biggest improvement of all the celebrities and I have to agree, she took time to understand the dance and that was really, really added to it. She didn't just come out and dance, she came out and performed and that is what makes a great, great dance and performance. I don't know whether there was a little bit of gapping at times. It made it look a little bit unsmooth. If she was just to stay and dance as one with Aliash, I think it would have improved even more. But for Sarah to come out and do that in week two compared to her dance last week is Phenomenal. The scores are in. Eight. So we went from a beautiful foxtrot from Sarah right to something completely different and we had the Pasadoble by Dan and Nadia. I thought Dan did really, really well. We all loved this in our house. His timing was perfect. At the end, it's always one of Craig's pet hates. When they finish and they finish a line on the final beat or, you know, they get into a certain position on the final beat, it ruins the dance for Craig and for me, to be honest, if they don't get that timing perfectly. And I thought he did. He had some great shaping throughout the dance. Great character. I loved his eye makeup. I thought the costume mm, was a little bit silly. I don't know. I think they could have improved the costume. But great character throughout the dance. I've wrote here, wow. In terms of the floor spin, when Nadia was on the floor, I think he could have controlled that better so it didn't look too fast and out of place. I'd like to have seen him just place his shoulders back more just to create some better shaping. And I agree, actually, with all the judges. When I was watching it in slow motion when they go up uh, to speak to Claudia. He 
didn't finish lines. Shirley said, always extend every line and never just let it drop. And if you actually watch that when his arms were placed behind him or to the side, it placed and then it just froze. It should continue and it should have those Spanish lines. So I've wrote here, don't underestimate any movement. Everything you do, you are dancing. And that's just so, so important. But I really do think Dan should be proud of himself. I think Dan's going to surprise us. Some dances he's going to do really well in. Others, I'm not too sure. I hope Dan does not get a jive. He might do, and I think if he does, he probably will be going home, because whenever they give a tall person a jive, it's always a disaster. But he might surprise us, we don't know. I think his Paso was great, he should be very proud of himself. For week two, it was really good. The scores are in. It's a six. We had a quickity quick step from Hugo and Oti, and I loved the production on this. It was such a fun dance. The song I thought suited him and a quick step just great. It was light, he was light on his feet, he kind of flew across the floor, and that is what you want to achieve in a quick step. He had great control throughout the whole of the dance. I thought he led this dance really well. He was in control, and that is what you want from the male dancer. I would like to see him just keep his top still his top half should be still everything should happen in the legs on the quick step you should run across the floor and it shouldn't be bouncy in the top half so just control that a little bit I think one of the judges mentioned that actually out of hold I would like to have seen more finish in the lines it looked blocky to me I think it was at the start of the dance when he was dancing alongside OT his arms just looked a little bit stiff and they they kind of moved with his body um, I would have liked to have seen him just maybe extend those arms out a little bit. If you can picture me right now, what I'm doing is moving my arms and extending them. That is what I want to see. I did pick up on some of his uh, footwork. He missed a few heel leads. In the quick step, you should lead with your heel. It should be nice and light. Uh, he missed just a couple of those, but that, of course, can only just come with practice. There was no gapping whatsoever, I don't think, anyway. So they danced as one, and that is what made it look like it flew across the floor. But overall, I loved this one. Miles better than his Samba last week. The scores are in. Seven. The final dance of the night and the best dance of the night, in my opinion, was Tilly and Nikita's Charleston. I absolutely loved this dance. I was a little bit unsure what to expect. I saw rehearsal. I think it's when they do the camera blocking uh, on the Friday. I saw a little bit of that on It Takes Two. And I was actually worried for both of them because it didn't look great. Maybe it was the camera angle I was looking at it. I don't know. I was a little bit worried. However, I could not have been more wrong. I absolutely loved it. The production, the character, the routine was just amazing. It was so sharp. It had such great energy and it was just so light. Tilly was so light on her feet. There was no heaviness in the swivels whatsoever. They were sharp and all of them were sharp. In the Charleston, you can choose to do your swivels one of two ways. You can do sharp swivels or you can keep them quite wide and keep them quite loose. All of them were sharp and I loved that. It really suited the dance completely. I loved the tennis bit halfway through the dance. I thought that was great. It added to the story and it added to the character and it, it was amazing. After that, she picked the Charleston 
Charleston back up and, and just carried on. And she stayed on time. It's so hard in the Charleston to stay on time. Everything worked together. Her arms were great. Her legs were great. The swivel was amazing. I thought it was the best dance of the night. The only thing I could say is at times she was a little bit hesitant. She looked to me like she she just at times didn't want to go and, and dance it. I don't know. Only for a split second and then she got into it. So I would have liked to have seen transitions a little bit smoother. But that is all I have to say. Incredible. Swivel's great. Character great. Production was great. The story was amazing. It was sharp. A great routine. I can't express it any more than the score I gave. It was amazing. Best dance of the night. And what a way to close week two. Incredible. The scores are in. Nine. So there we have it. Those were all the dances for week two. I was so impressed with the majority of the dances. There was only two couples that I wasn't too sure on. I both gave them a three. That was Katie and Gorka and Nina and Neil. And I'm going to predict that they are going to both be in the dance-off. In a minute, we will find out who is in the dance-off and who is going home. And I will let you know who I'm going to save. But are you wondering who I voted for? If you are, I will inform you right now. So I voted online. So you have three free votes on the BBC websites and it's time to find out who I voted for. I based this off my scores and who I enjoyed watching. I think these three dances were the best of the night in terms of my scores and just my opinion. So my first vote went for John and Johannes for their cha-cha-cha. It was great, sassy, executed well, just work on the hip action and the leg action and he will go so far. My second vote went for a beautiful fox trot and that was Sarah and Aliash. It was so beautiful, she owned it. It was really, really such a gorgeous dance and I voted for her because it was one of the biggest improvements, if not the biggest improvement from last week. And my third vote for the biggest surprise of the night, I thought, was Tilly and Nikita with their Charleston. My highest scoring dance, how could I not vote for it? I was so impressed, I absolutely loved it. Overall, the standard of dancing was great. If this is the standard in week two, it's going to improve and improve so far. Can you imagine like week 10? The standard is gonna be incredible. I can't wait. Some couples do need to improve a little bit, but I'm gonna predict now that Katie and Gorka and Nina and Neil will be in the dance-off. And I think Katie might be out of the competition just because she danced the jive because her tango last week was really quite good but the jive just wasn't her dance which is a shame uh, now we're in eliminations but let me know what you thought of all the dances you can message me on instagram it's just at harry surplus i'd love to know what you think all we have to do now is find out who is in the dance off and who is going home
and the two couples that I predicted were in the dance-off. I think that was quite obvious that it was going to be Katie and Gorka and Nina and Neil, and it was actually a really good dance-off. It went to a tie, which I actually expected, and I said that, that it would go to a tie. Craig voted to save Katie, and so did Motsy. Then Anton voted to save Nina, uh, so it went to a split decision, so it went over to Shirley, who decided to save Katie. That's what the judges thought, but what did I think? Tess, over to you. Who are you going to save and why? I think both couples danced so much better than on Saturday night and I'm actually really quite stuck on who to save here. Nina had no mistakes whatsoever, everything was executed well. Yes, there could have been a little bit more sharper turn, sharper direction, but she got through the routine. Nina just needs to close her feet in the tango and work on her footwork. Katie, again, was so much better. It was still heavy, but the kicks and flicks and the timing of those and the drunken sailors were really good much better than Saturday, but I'm going to save the couple who I think performed a little bit better and had a smoother routine, and for that reason, I'm saving Nina and Neil. So there we go, those are my opinions and scores on week two of Strictly 2021. It was an incredible week, so much better than week one. I feel like the celebrities are now starting to get the confidence, they're understanding more about the dances, they're giving it as much as they can, and I can't wait to see them just improve over the weeks. It's always sad to see a celebrity go, it's because you get to know them and then they fall out of the competition. So we now have 14 more celebrities, next week we'll see Tom Fletch dance, which will be nice. He wasn't in it this week because he's actually tested positive, but he'll be back next week, which is really exciting. We'll do the same thing next week, judging all the dances, giving our scores, and I will let you know who I save in the dance-off. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Harry Strictly Podcast. If you enjoyed, make sure to follow the podcast on podcast platforms, and that's about it. So, there's only one way to sign out of the podcast. Are you ready? Say it with me. Keep dancing!